all this time always with me your host mr tom toll me mr patrick holland and some say he's the gregelart grindelwald of the podcast he may be racist but he's certainly sexy it's producer joe Bauer. <laughs> <laughs> i'll take it I'll t- i will take that <laughs> nice little compliment for you there mate a lovely way to start the show. <laughs> our, re- our resident sexy racist. <laughs> you're, you're such a sexy racist. How can we say that? How are you, Joe? Uh, I'm all right. How are you, how are you, Tom? Tom is okay. How are you, Pat and Mike? Uh, yes, we are joined once again by uh, Michael's Corner. Pat is is all right. He's all right. He's having a good day. Uh, Michael's corner. Yeah, good. Much busier this week, but uh, yeah, good. Oh, why are you busy? What are you doing? It's not the Easter holidays anymore, and we've got a new Google Classroom. So I actually am doing work now. So... Okay, Pat. Yeah. How much work is he doing, mate? To be fair. Be very fair. <laughs> to be very fair. He keeps saying Google Classroom. I keep Googling it and just <laughs> pictures of classrooms come up. I don't know. It's not that hard. It's really easy. Yeah. What's a Google Classroom? So it's kind of like a forum where uh, you've got a live stream page where I can put up a, a morning message, tell them this is the work, well done for yesterday, all that stuff. I like to put on a uh, daily riddle as well. Um, <laughs> Nice. And then there's a work section, so you can assign different work tasks to each day, and then the yep. kids kind of get on and do it. And then obviously I'm there if they need help, they can message via the forum to say I don't get it, or I do get it, and then it gives me the opportunity to see their work once they've uploaded it and feedback to them, which they weren't getting before. So it's just nice, nice that way. How many kids are not doing the work? At the moment, I've got six that haven't responded, so I have to send an email out. Can we, can we name and shame? <laughs> I, think, I think all we have to do is name. comes <laughs> <laughs> naturally. Uh, no, let's, let's not name the kids, but let's name the parents. <laughs> <laughs> So Mike, it sounds like what your 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 role is that of a um a social media um person for like KFC where you <laughs> That's exactly you're just, it. you're just waiting for someone to be like, Oh excuse me, I'm having trouble with this and you go, Well, yeah. Thanks for responding, Mike. Um <laughs> Does anyone follow the what sorry, what makes it Google? Oh, that's just the, um, I'm sure there's probably other ones out there, but we've gone with Google Class, the Classroom, um, and it just links in with a lot of the, the apps we use and the programs we use, so. Could they not have come up with a pun? Well, think of one now, Thomas. Um, uh, cl- uh, so, virtual classroom. Yeah. Virtual. Virtual in... Sanity, something like that. Jamira Choir. Jamira Choir. JK. JK, JK Rowling. Big hats. I think we've got far, far away now. But yeah, it's still oh, much more sense than Google. Um, 
no, I think Google are literally just the company that make the classroom. That's it. Yeah, it's another yeah. one of their apps. So they've got like Google Docs, Google Slides, stuff like that. A bit like Microsoft have PowerPoint and Word and things like that. It's just they're the provider. Um, but I was I was uh, I was intrigued by the KFC um, social media person because I don't mm. I don't follow any fast foods um, online unless I've ordered them and I'm following them direct to my door. But are these, are these guys like working overtime at the moment? Well, because there's nothing Jack else. Used, well, my friend Jack used to do um, the KFC page and uh, we did an Edinburgh together where we lived in the same flat and for a few hours a day, he just had to sit and respond to people as, but he had to respond in character. Right, so as the colonel. Kind of as a colonel. I know someone else used to do um, Captain Morgan. So every one of their replies had to be or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. So do they do they often hire comedians to do it? Uh, comedians will probably out of work. It's just somebody who can afford to sit by a laptop at home right. for four hours a day, really. Sure, because like, because in your head, when you when you hear like, oh, the you know the the Waitrose uh, Twitter account just owned this customer, it's like mm. you you think that it's like an intern or something, but no, it's probably a professional funny person doing it. Probably, is, yeah, yeah. The likelihood is it's a comedian that's um, doesn't want to do it much anymore, so we'll just tell uh, <laughs> Baker and Guildford to f off because <laughs> she's complaining. <laughs> about the scallops <laughs> <laughs> no i like it i like it when you get the um like the big crossover events with the social media brands so like when uh, there was that church petition to get stranger things off of amazon prime and mm. amazon prime said yeah we'll do it as soon as netflix gets rid of and i can't remember what the show was but it was an amazon show and then so netflix would do it and then like hulu got involved and it was it was just fun. It was like you know, seeing Iron Man and Captain America and Thor all meet meet for once. Seeing Netflix and Amazon chatting. Uh, <laughs> what it had Michael Sheen and David Tennant in it. Oh, Good Omens. Good Omens. That was it. I was I, thinking I, Good Times. I knew that. I've even watched it. You have. I have. It's very good. <laughs> I would recommend it, but I couldn't remember the name of it. That's age for you. Did, did still it? That's bad about but not uh, not Amazon Prime originals. Did uh, did any of you watch? Speaking of Mr. Sheen himself, did you watch uh, Thingy? What's it? The, who was being in there? One? No, not yet. I've got them taped. Um, Wait, taped. <laughs> yeah, taped on Sky. Yeah, you know what it is. <laughs> I got <them> recorded <laughs> quicker. Uh, it, it's was... two syllables less. Um, <laughs> Everyone at work was saying we should watch it because they filmed quite a bit of it in our building. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Um, but I guess I'm just not having the building withdrawal symptoms yet. I haven't been <laughs> motivated to go and go, oh, which bit of the building? <laughs> uh, I, I binged it in one night mm. and it was brilliant. It's really, really good. Michael Sheen is fantastic. Oh, he's always He's great. He, he nails the, uh, the Chris Tarrant. <laughs> he nails that <laughs> wonderfully. <laughs> Uh, and and the, the sister from Fleabag as the wife is just genius casting. Yeah. She yeah. looks so But um, yeah, I, I really liked it. I mean, it was gripping. It was trash. It's like, it's a proper trashy TV show. Like the amount of exposition that's so badly written. Mm. Uh, but you, you are gripped throughout. Yeah. Like the opening scene is like, um, 
the guy walking to the to the desk at ITV and he's like, oh, I'm the new commissioner of programming. And then Ashleen B's character comes up to him and is like, oh, sorry, I'm a bit flustered. It must be the two kids I've just had. <laughs> it's like all this yeah, just explaining yeah. their characters <laughs> immediately. Yeah. I think I, I might have told it on here, but I remember watching the show and um, in it, the sister contradicts the main character and he goes, hey, listen, you may be a big lawyer, but you're still my sister. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for letting us know. It's <laughs> oh, glorious. Well, we should. Hey, we guys, we should stop all this nattering because we've actually got some features planned for today. We have. Yeah, I hope you all. Hope every train weirdo or um, home weirdo that's uh, listening to this. Gryffindors. Gryffindors. The Slytherin sides. Slytherin sides, the raven clawing at the walls, and Tom, you had one for Hufflepuff, but I can't remember it. Um, it was a long one, I think, if I remember. Huffle. <laughs> it sounded like Huffle, I've, puff, I've had a Puffle Nuff or something like that. Uh, oh, the, brilliant. They had, had a Nuffle Puffs. Had a Nuffle Puffs, lovely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I hope everyone's all right. Um, but yeah, we have got some segments today. Uh, if you checked our Instagram page, you might have seen it. Um, you might have seen everything. Um, but if you had Twitter, I think what's good is Joe set up the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook to have the same tag at mm-hmm. a pod. Please get in touch. Yeah. But not all of them have the same content, which is. Oh. Wait, no, what, what Tom's saying is that not all of us have the password for all three. <laughs> No. I, I decided to not trust you with the Instagram. And I must say, our Instagram page looks good. Uh, yeah, I checked it out earlier because you, you sent me a picture on WhatsApp of the page. And um, I, was, I, was in, I was speechless. That's why I didn't reply. <laughs> <laughs> our Instagram page could get a lot more people if they had a lot more content. Uh, well, hey, that's, that's the price you pay. It's uh, quality over quantity. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't agree with that rule, so? No, no I, I, I think it's... Uh, yeah, I don't. Not always. <laughs> just just not always. chuck enough S at the wall. And um, some of that S will stick. <laughs> stick. Some of it will stick. But this is this is great S related shtick, guys. <laughs> yeah, if, you if you want to win the raffle, you got to buy a ticket. Mm. Well, okay. yeah, that is true. So let's let's get buying, shall we? <laughs> put, your, put your money what's, where you're What's mouth the raffle prize? Uh, more Instagram followers. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd, I'd like that too. Pat would like that. We don't. We, we don't need. We don't need Instagram followers. Hey. We don't need Instagram followers. We need listeners. Yes. We need, baby. Catch them via Instagram. Pick them oh, up there. You can't listen to a picture. What a stupid thing to say. So that's, that's the tagline of life, isn't it? You can't <laughs> listen to a picture. You can't listen to a picture, but sometimes a picture speaks to you. Mm. Oh. You don't hear it. That's, that's, the tragedy. <laughs> that's the great tragedy of life. That wisdom just lost. <laughs> you look very pleased with yourself there, Tom. 
Very pleased. Very pleased. I'm just still thinking, still thinking about the picture. Um, um, what we've mentioned. You speak of. So, oh, uh, uh, well, we've got. Uh, well, we've got. I think you've gone down into the. Uh, what is it? The dungeon. The the, the basement. You've you, you've the got archives. The archives. The archives. <laughs> Sometimes it's <laughs> where it is. The sex grotto. <laughs> <laughs> the crossbow. <laughs> uh, you've got so you've uh, got a, you've got a fan fiction. You pulled a fan fiction out for us. Okay, well yeah. that was annoying. <laughs> White noise. I don't imagine anyone who listens on earphones. <laughs> yeah, sorry if you're wearing headphones, listeners. Tom decided to just blow at you there. Um, <laughs> it's more Beyonce. <laughs> Some mise en scène. Um, what else we got? Uh, what else have we got? Oh, we've got uh, a fun game submitted to us by Kieran of Codes in the Clouds fame, uh, which I'll explain to you guys later. It involves you, listening Kieran. to did bits we, of music. Did we get? Obviously, did we get um, Kieran's house so that no, we can he never, award him the points? He never told me his house, which makes me think he's not bloody listening. <laughs> well, how dare he? <laughs> so, so I think that's minus house points. I think it's free reign to say whatever we like. You son of a gun! No, I really don't want to swear on this episode because I mean it's no. already nine. This episode's yeah, out in I three hours. Nine pm, and and he sent us a, a lovely game. I mean, we haven't played it yet, but I imagine it's a lovely game. He's, it will be a lovely game. Yeah, he's not a guy who does stuff by half measures. Yeah. I have a lot of time for Kieran. But he is—he's um, a stone cold Slytherin. He's a stone. Really? Is he actually a Slytherin? No, he—you he, know he is. Oh yeah, oh he is in his heart. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that. I like that you said you have a lot of time for him because he did include a note because he wanted to ask us a question about um, uh, when when you're talking about film. When we talk about film specifically, it's quite rare that uh, music or the soundtrack is spoken about. Is it ever something that you guys consider when you're watching a film? And then he added that was that was a question he wanted to ask us. But he added an extra note, uh, an extra note uh, to me personally, saying, "I know you obviously do, but as they're not musicians, I'm not interested in what Tom thinks." <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> so he sorry he didn't say that. He didn't say that. He said. I'm not interested in Tom thinking he loves music because of his Wheatus knowledge and his hatred of the Smashing Pumpkins, and you can tell him that, which I loved a lot. <laughs> oh, the Smashing Pumpkins are awful. <laughs> <laughs> They're awful. Kieran is a fan of the Smashing Pumpkins, mate. Well, makes it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I, tell, I tell you what, the Smashing Pumpkins, I could probably name... If you gave me time to think about it, I could probably name four Smashing Pumpkin songs, and they're all songs that I like, but I couldn't name any more than that. Sure. Well, I mean, the, th I... the thing is, I think Smashing Pumpkins have... They've got, they've got bangers in their arsenal, but that Reading set that, uh, that I watched was not good because they were headlining a massive festival and played one to two bangers. Yeah, this was was this the same set we were at where the guy was trying to set fire to the flag? Yeah, yeah. Have we talked about that before. I yes. think we've I think we've mentioned that. Oh. oh, that was a fun little thing to find out today. Actually, uh, through Teresa, 
who messaged us on Instagram to let us know that we actually started having the bread and butter sandwich argument in episode two. <laughs> yeah, because Teresa yeah. amazingly has gone back to the start to re-listen. Like yeah. that's how that's how lockdown's affecting some people. Um, they're not they're just, they're just not hearing anything from the pictures. They've got to go back and listen to the show from episode one. <laughs> Um, just for audio content. But yeah, but as we said, it wasn't an argument that started then. It genuinely is an argument we've been having for over 10 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well over a d- I couldn't, I couldn't place the year, but I know it's, I think it started on a tube. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I think it started on a Tuesday. Couldn't place the year, but it was definitely a Tuesday. <laughs> um, I could name... Four methods of smashing a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. um, cool, then. Oh, uh, mallet. One. <laughs> One. Throwing it out of the third, a third floor window. Oh, I can see. I can see what. Yeah, I can, <laughs> see, where, I can see where this is going. <laughs> uh, mallet. No, 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 no. Um, uh, two high then. Running a uh, a mega bus over it. Okay. Three, and finally, uh, um, uh, oh, so you get an elephant, and yeah. you know, like Dumbo when he's on the thing and he jumps off. You do that, but he jumps off and lands on the pumpkin. It's really quite. It's quite spectacular. <laughs> Four methods. Thank you, Tom. That's all right. But yeah, uh, smashing pumpkins, they're awful. Like, I understand people's right to, but like, I understand when people like depressing music, music to bring you down, but they're taking the biscuit, aren't they? They're, the only thing I know about smashing pumpkins really is, is the fact that I avoided them at Reading when it, I, I went off to watch Newfound Glory, and um, they're in The Simpsons. And there's a book, yeah. a quote from Homer. Um, about you, you, my, you, uh, you prepare my kids for a future or something that I can never give them. Oh yeah, something yeah, something like that. You're setting them up for for the disappointments they're going to face or something. Yeah. Yes. It's, um, but uh, I tell you what, side. if you offered me, if you offered me the chance to, while I'm on lockdown, you send me two video links. One is a Smashing Pumpkins live. Or video link two is Tom Toll smashing pumpkins in <laughs> four ways he just described. I know what link I'm clicking. I'm clicking Tom Toll. <coughs> can, yeah, I think can, I'm with you. Can you get is elephants affected by COVID nineteen? Uh, I, 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 it's inconclusive so far. Just tigers, I think. Tigers. Mm. You can't can't smash a pumpkin with a tiger, mate. <laughs> Are you mad? <laughs> yeah, unless, you, unless you shot a tiger out of a cannon <laughs> toward a pumpkin. I believe that was reason eight or nine on Tom's list. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, but actually it was inconclusive. Because <laughs> he missed, missed, missed the pumpkin, hit the wall. And to be fair to Gerald, he said, look, I ain't doing that again, not without a helmet. So I'll send him on his way. God bless you. <laughs> Off your pop, Jez. Uh, right. Uh, have you have you guys got any peeves? Uh, me? Uh, no. no, I don't think so. I don't think I've listened to last week's. It's hard to find the time to do podcasting. 
Like, there's a new Sopranos podcast out, which um, I'm so looking forward to to actually listening to. But I just feel weird just like sitting on the sofa listening to a podcast. I actually kind of missed the commute for that time. Um, So yeah. So no, I still haven't listened to last week's. Every every week we record, I'm a I'm a week or two behind. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It's, it is hard to listen to podcasts. Like, most of my podcast time is now uh, tidying, or I'm um, oh, having a bath. That's that's my podcast time. Yeah, a bath. Uh, when I go shopping, when I do a big shop. Big shop. Tom on the weekly big shop. He's finding some conspiracies, probably. He's he's purchasing well, dozens this, of pumpkins to run experiments. <laughs> I tell you this, mate. <laughs> Doing a bag of potatoes earlier Anna's making a cottage pie so I did all the prep so I, I cut the onion and uh, peeled and diced up the potatoes yeah. i tell you what the size discrepancy in this bag of potatoes I wish I took a picture of it honestly because some of them were like proper little tiny tiny potatoes others were kind of massive it was mad <laughs> that's normal no what, okay what type of potato was it um, Maris, from Maris Piper. Maris Piper. Piper. Wasn't Billy? Wasn't Billy Piper? <laughs> it was. I've got the bin. For God's sake! Why did you? Why did you scrape it across the floor? Hmm? So oh, noisy. A giant like sack of potatoes. <laughs> like a um... bag. Barrett's? Is Barrett's a potato? Barrett's. I thought Barrett's Barrett's was like a brand name. Barrett's, no. You're right, it's not Barrett's. Uh, Make more noise, please. (laughs) You asked? (laughs) You're the Tom. I don't care. (laughs) What are you talking about? This is the phone. Albert? Bartlett's potatoes. There okay. Is, right? Here we go. Can we see that? Yeah. yeah. Keep, lift, lift them up. Lift them up. That does look like a brand. Yeah. All, all the way. You've ripped over then, mate, the type of potato, Tom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wasn't this no, the it's just a description. The no visual references. Yes, um, it, it really <laughs> is. <laughs> we start the show before we start recording. But let's so not great boiling, <laughs> mashing, and roasting. Okay. And baking. Quickly mute Tom there. We did rebrand last week as Potato TTO. Never do that again. This is just our new brand with the Potato Podcast. Exactly. This is Potato Podcast Part 2. Bringing it back. Tell you what, I'm really enjoying prep. I get to do the prep but not the cooking, and I like that because you get this. There's a sense of glory in doing the prep. So yesterday we did smashed up chicken pasta. So I've got to smash up the chicken. I've got to cut up the leeks. I've got to cut up the um, mushrooms, and then I sit back while Anna cooks it after she's finished work. Brilliant. Oh, see, that's lovely, Tom. I get to, yeah. I don't know what whether you potato chat going on much longer, but I was actually. I could really relate to your size discrepancy thing because last night I made mash for the first time in like 18 months. Mashed potatoes. And some of the potatoes were like a 
a fist and some of them were just like a, a, a severed thumb. There was a real size. It's not on, is it? No, it was weird. And, and the smaller ones, they're harder to peel. You almost just feel like chucking them at pigeons or something instead. Not just feel like, mate. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Caught two of them earlier. <laughs> and I thought, if this, uh, he looked back at me, this pigeon was like, oh, hey. and I thought, you could have been worse, mate. It could have been a pumpkin. And yeah. you would not be able to survive that. <laughs> You've got two, two birds with one smoke. Do you think they come up with their name? Do you think like um because they were born in America, weren't they? They weren't born in Yorkshire, smashing pumpkins. Uh oh. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So if they were in Yorkshire and they had like it was Halloween <laughs> and someone said, Oi, smashing pumpkins, like that. And they were like, Oh, you know like how Nickelback got their name because someone he kept saying, Here's your nickelback when he worked in a shop. Yes. Oh right, I didn't know that. It's one of smashing pumpkins. Because I don't want to know that. Was, well, to, speaking of Yorkshire earlier, I was I was reminded earlier today of um, this great video of uh, Northerners reacting to when Bob Dylan went electric, uh, and he, he did the first half sort of with his acoustic guitar and the second half with his band, and he played an electric guitar. And this is just a great. It just cuts to a guy who just goes, "Well, Bob Dylan turned into bastard for second half," and it's just <laughs> <laughs> so glorious. Lovely, lovely. <laughs> it's absolutely lovely. Oh. Um, Where did Mike go? Where did Mike go? He's gone to grab me a beer. Of course he has, good man. He's a good man. <laughs> he's getting himself one as well. <laughs> what I love is Pat's bringing it back to Potter because he's clearly got a house elf. <laughs> Here you go, master. <laughs> Your beer, sir. Mike, you'd be what pleased to know. Mike, you'd be pleased to know that the, the teaching at home has got a hell of a lot easier thanks to BBC Bite Sized. Yeah, Elsa's, um, we've been teaching her a little rhyme. If you want to multiply a number by 10, all you have to do is put a zero on the end. And that's really helped with the 10 times table. Ooh. Has it helped with your yeah. 10 times table, Thomas? Yes, mate. Not hit, me, hit, me with any, hit me with any five times table. Go on. Any five times table? Yes. <laughs> okay. okay, five times seven. 35. Very good. Quick. Quick. Five times. Five times Mike. 85. Say again. Five times 85. No, you can't. That's impossible. 425. <laughs> yes, Joe. That's impossible. You five by that. 10, split in half. <laughs> That's exactly the method that Joseph Power employs when doing maths up, of that sort. Only goes up to 12. <laughs> <laughs> You're wasting oh, your time getting that. Just a quick one. Uh, times table rock stars. Get on that. It's free. Brilliant way to learn your times table. So, um... Oh, I know them all, mate. <laughs> I appreciate it. But I know them all. <laughs> you completed it. <laughs> completed it. My favourite is nine times table, if you're, if you're wondering. Because I, I always love the uh, hit, hit me with a nine times one. Um, keep it with under 12. <laughs> nine, nine times six. 54. Because five and four. Oh, it's nine, always, nine, it always yeah. adds up to nine. Yeah. 45, 36, 27. They all add up to a nine, but you drop it down one. So three times nine, you go to two. 
and then it's 27 next night. Never forgotten that. Uh, it never will. It's like hey? past nine, so Joe hasn't got time to cut this. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, listeners, I mean, well, listeners, if you listen Listen-to to last week's potato chat, table? what? What's the listeners' favourite time to table? Get in touch. Does anyone want to know a nice rhyme to uh, remind themselves of how, how to work out eight times eight? Well, we've come this far, mate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I ate and I ate till I was sick on the floor. Eight times eight is... That is sexy. What rhymes with sick on the floor? 64. Yay! Ah. Kids love that one. <laughs> What's 69 plus 69? Dinner for four. Oh, God. Horrible. Horrible. Oh, lovely. This episode's called Dinner for Four. That's lovely. I just said that to you guys. (laughs) <laughs> right, right. Okay, guys, come on, let's behave. Let's be really good boys now. Should we um should we play a game? Yeah, let's play a game. This by the way, on the so your your list of stuff was make sure Pat's okay. I mean we've done that. Oh yeah, sorry. I did, have we checked in with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. There you go. But basically I just because I thought I thought it was like it, it was an event that we actually planned some features for this episode. So I thought, ah, oh, tell people that we've planned. But then I realised we've planned two features, and that doesn't fill up the whole thing. So I just chucked in some extra bits. Well, we have got another, by the looks of things, another quick check in on Pat before the quiz. Just just um, before we wrap up, just check in. So yeah, there might be some developments. Let's see how. <laughs> okay, well, hey, look after yourself, Mike. Look after Pat. He's just got me a baby. Yeah, if you wanted some extra bits for Instagram, Joe, just hit me, hit, shut me a holler, dog. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. If I need, if I need, do you know what I liked actually? This was this was quite fun last week. I uh, this and I actually haven't spoken to you about this, Tom. So this, I wonder if this will come across as passive aggressive at all. But <laughs> last week I sent you a message saying, "Hey, man, uh, jump on that me at twenty hashtag if you can." Uh, I don't get a reply. But AATTA does just tweet a picture of Tom when he was 20. Yeah. I was like, ah, yes. not, not quite what I had in mind. And so, then, so then I later found a picture of all three, all four of us, in fact, around the age yeah. of 20. It's good to include everyone, Tom. <laughs> I think you're absolutely correct. That was passive aggressive. What? <laughs> <laughs> No, I, if I remember, I was in the garden with Elsa, so I just quickly jumped on and, and found a picture of me that I knew was I was twenty. And... I got that, but it, it, was like, it was like I was I was I was uh, I was your boss on your back, and you were just like, I'll just quickly get something. To... Yes, quality over quantity, Tom. That was a that's a quality photo. <laughs> it is actually a great. <laughs> to be yeah, fair, yeah. it's a great it's photo. Like, it's a real snapshot of time. I'm wearing a crib shirt, like. <laughs> How uh, how was the first thing you said? Not the leather hat. Because <laughs> <laughs> the leather hat could be any point in history, maybe more nineteen eighties New York. Um, but 
the the crypt shirt is a real snapshot of noughties. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Very, very 2007. Oh, tell me about it. What year? (laughs) It was a horrible year. A weird sort of anomaly of crap music throughout. Like the Klaxons, uh, remember? The Klaxons. 2007 was horrible. Who's who's good now? Who's this good for? What's good for what? The pandemic. Because everyone's going to look back and say 2020 was a bad year. But for music? Uh, who's, well, I don't know. Who is good at the moment? Well, we're getting a lot of people playing in their bedroom at the moment. Oh, mm. mate, I've been doing that for years. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing that since I was like three. <laughs> so I, um, I've, well, I've been looking back, not just to 20, to all my school years. I went and got my stuff from my parents' house. And I didn't realise they just kept everything, really, more or less. Because um, uh, basically, with the pandemic, it's likely that my industry will be completely wiped out. So I'm contemplating career changes. So I thought I'd need to update my CV and look at stuff. And um, there's, like, this. so this is from uh, year two, this report. Oh, my God. Yeah. So yeah. Oh no, sorry, year three. And um I can't tell by your tone if you're bitter or proud of what it's about to who say. Who was our t- who was our teacher in year three? Uh year three, Miss O'Daly. Right. That was a difficult year. It was. Um it's very good, but I don't think this is the one. No, there's one where it talks about how I... No, sorry, that was the year two one. The year two one, year six one one says um, I made no effort in history. I was so annoyed with that. Um, And, yeah, because I knew I'm brilliant at history. um, (laughs) And I was so annoyed that I just... I nearly looked up on Facebook. Um, (laughs) I'm, I'm... Like, uh, care to reevaluate? <laughs> <laughs> and it was, and it was World War Two. We studied then, Tom. Yeah, that's my bag. My bag. <laughs> All about those little evacuees. I remember <laughs> I did a William Shakespeare thing in Year Six, and it was brilliant. It was that's absolutely got brilliant. To do with evacuees. <laughs> that's got nothing to do with World War Two or the evacuees. I, I, I spread myself very. <laughs> William Shakespeare up to evacuees. That's how. That. <laughs> only up to the evacuees. You still don't know who won World War Two. Do you have any habits on the ropes, mate? I assume it's. They were bombing us and ting. <laughs> Um, by the way, listeners, that wasn't the feature that I'd teed up. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a new feature where Tom finds gripes in his school reports and takes people to tasks. Well, you, right. both, you both got, like, the uh, history awards, didn't you? you used that thing you sent through the other day. Both you and Pat got a history award. Pat got the year 10. I took the year 10 drama award. Um, and then, yeah, history, year 11. They couldn't ignore me uh, for year 11. <laughs> Man, you got the year 10 drama award while I was too busy being the lead in the school play. 
come on. Which That's six insane. formers normally... Well, yeah, true. But I think... Um, I don't see why I didn't get both awards in year 10, to be honest with you. Um, at the end of year 10, our teacher, Mr. Kingon, who was leaving our history teacher, uh, I went, uh, good luck in new school, sir. He said, I would say good luck, Tom, but uh, you're not going to need it. Um, God bless you, Mr. Kingon. And uh, I then went on to subsequently secure my star in history, uh, which still remains one of my greatest moments. Greatest, greatest moment. It was, it was the best moment. 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 <laughs> well, uh, in fact, I think Mr. Kinghorn turned up for the GCSE, did he? When we no. got our results? Well, just to yeah, give Tom a standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think to say congratulations to me for being brill, because I was his mate. Oh, yeah. What did you get in history, Joe? Uh, what's the one above A star? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, undeclared. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, I got, uh, no, I got, I got a B and I'm happy with it. Well done. I'm not ashamed. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. I'm not. Those people, those people in history died for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's play a game. I'm sick of this. <laughs> right, so we're going to play chaps uh and michael join in as well um this is basically this is the game from kieran i don't know what to call it yet if you've got a good pun it's music from the harry potter films reversed uh and you've got to tell me one for three points the name of the scored song so what 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 it's called thomas flip reverse it flip reverse it a tribute to Blazing Squad and Kieran, because uh, Blazing yes. Squad, of course, is his favourite band. Um, yes. So it's three points if you can get if you get the name of the piece of the John Williams piece. Okay. You get one point for knowing the scene and one point for knowing the film. Are you happy with that, guys? <laughs> yeah. If any of us get any points in this, it would be brilliant. <laughs> it will. Well, I think you'll get a point at the f- for the first one, uh, okay. but the rest of them. We'll struggle. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let, let's listen to the first one. Any guesses, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, should we just... I think we all know the scene, but we've got to guess at the name of the piece of music. So I'm going to say doorstep as the piece of music I, okay do you know what i'm amazed this has come up because i think this is the only piece of music i actually know the name of yeah and is it is it hedwig's theme yeah both mike and pat are saying hedwig's theme both mike and pat are getting three points because doorstep. you associate it as the harry potter theme but it is called hedwig's theme it's that's called hedwig's theme but that's uh, the only piece of music I actually know the name for, so I'm going to be screwed on the rest. Yeah. Okay, so, but uh, extra points available for what film and what scene? Well, I would have said, yeah, one and the the doorstep or the drop. The, yeah, the opening scene. Yeah. Yeah, the Yeah. So every, everyone, yeah. right? So Pat and Mike get five points. Tom, you get two points because you know it's the first film. You know it's the first scene. Okay. <laughs> Second piece of music.
you have any guesses? Um, I've got thoughts. Yeah, I've got a thought. It's, it's so- yeah. It sounds it's, very Christmassy. Yeah, I was about to say, I was going to say, is the piece of music just called Christmas Day? And it's from the first film again. And it's the scene where it's Christmas. So <laughs> where I have a different thought, and it's probably totally... Initially, I thought Christmassy, but then I thought it also sounded maybe a bit like when Harry goes into the maze um, uh. in the Trial Wizard tournament, and then like the maze closes around him, and there's all that kind of like fanfare and music uh, around him like that. Right. So, yeah, I, it, the fanfare music when he does do that does go a little weird, and I think maybe reversed, which is probably why you're thinking that. Yeah, but no, when it's played. I mean, uh, in the correct speed, as listeners are about to hear, or in the correct uh, direction, uh, it's actually, the music is called The Great Hall, and it's when they see The Great Hall for the first time. Here's what it sounds like. Okay, uh, and your last piece for today. thoughts guys is it go on mike you go first i was thinking it might be i think it's when he's catching the keys actually i've changed my mind i think it's when he's catching the keys uh and he's flying around on the broom and then the keys are flying around and i don't know what the music's called but but that scene that movie can you guys hear that yes yeah that's our doorbell Listen to this. Oh my god. My doorbell. Listen to that. That is the whole thing. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone's at the door. <laughs> someone's, someone's ordered food. But I don't know how I don't know how to change that. It's been like that since we moved in. And it's so annoying. <laughs> 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 the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> comes through so loud everywhere. Like we're on the we're on the um, third floor or the, the what third story second yeah. floor. Like we're so far away from the door, but it's loud everywhere. Oh We've got little plugins. It, yeah, that's why. Oh well, they're about to be plug outs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was I was thinking going back to the piece of music that wasn't the doorbell, that it was the same movie again, but as like the final descent into uh, where the philosopher's stone is being kept. So it, just after he's done the chess game, but it sounds a little evil. It sounds a bit mm. more evil. So it's like, is he about to see Voldemort for the first time? I I would have guessed it was the first time they went into the corridor on the third floor and encountered Fluffy. Okay, right. Here's what I'm going to say then. I'm going to give you another chance, guys. It's not in that film. Oh! Oh, hear it again. So, uh, yes, you may.
any ideas? Uh, I think yeah. Well, I've got a, I've got a guess that I'm. I haven't, so I'll go first, and I haven't got a, a, a guess, so I don't want mine to be influenced by you. Um, I'm going to say when they're in the Forbidden Forest and they're going to see the spiders. That was going to be my guess. Really? Yeah. Is that correct? Because I won't have a guess if that's correct. My guess. I'll, is well, I'll, 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 give, I'll give I'll give the answer afterwards. So no. <laughs> um, is it? <laughs> I thought that was when the Dementors first hit and um, uh, Lupin wakes up and says, uh, "Expect to have thrown him on the." Right. Uh, okay. Well, I can tell you that the answer is the spiders. Yay! What is the name of the piece? Um, follow the spiders. My favorite theme. That's <laughs> cool. The piece is called The Spiders. Oh my god, uh, I was gonna guess that and I thought it was too crap. <laughs> so I thought I'd go with a book quote instead. Some of the piece names the are crap. <laughs> John, John Williams, by that point, really has taken the piece. He really is like, he just can't be bothered. There's a whole bit in the Quidditch. I think we've talked about this before, but in the Quidditch match in the second movie, where he just lifts the music straight out of Attack of the Clones. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, he, he does, does, doesn't he? He does. He the same music. That's insane, isn't it? That's he can't be bothered. Uh, and I'll give one more, but this one's just going to be for the listeners. So listeners, email in. Guys, we've got loads of um, Bertie Bot's Every Flavour Beans. Should we give them away as a prize if a listener gets this correct? Is this the right time to be sending food from uh, unregulated... I've, I've covered it in some sort of goo that I assume is <laughs> alcohol, Rob. <laughs> what you do in quarantine, Joe, is up to you. I don't think they're meant to taste of that flavour. No. <laughs> that was a joke that was cut from episode one. <laughs> when we release the Too Hot for Podcast episode, listeners will hear that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that joke. We had a real debate about it, whether to keep it in or not. Whether it was on brand. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listeners. Uh, so, yeah okay pat you're probably right at the end when when this is all over i'll send out some bertie bots to whoever gets this right right do you do you guys think you know yeah. I'm pretty sure I know the, the movie and the scene, but again, I'm, I'm at a loss for the name. Okay. Don't well, I'm, if you think you know the movie and the scene, you probably know the name of the piece. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I would hazard a guess. Going by the last one was called The Spiders. The Spiders. I'm pretty certain I would be able to guess that yeah. one. Tom, any idea? Not a clue. I'm not very good at this one. Okay, love it. Oh. Well, this is good to know. <laughs> but anyway, thank you very much, Kieran. We've got some more for next week. Um, oh, excellent. Uh, so, yeah, excellent. listeners, do get involved. In fact, yeah, he's done. How did he do? 
Uh, you did 16 of them. So we've got, yeah, we've got plenty to get through. Plenty of content. Thanks, I'm going to put it to you now. I'm not very good at this game. So I will have to try and be better. Be better. That's my advice to you. This <laughs> um, <laughs> is a good goal in general. Just try and be better. Be better. Um, so, uh, you guys been watching anything good? Any any good TV? Def and P, mate. Def and P. We're on the still. Still, well, I worked out. So, what we watched? So, eight episodes of seven, eight, seven series. We're on series eight, episode three. So, hour an episode. Who's the quote-unquote doctor at the moment? Ardlo Hannon at the minute. Ardlo Hannon. Yeah. Now I know. See, the thing is, I know if we continue watching, something bad's about to happen to one of the major characters, but Anna doesn't. Like, obviously, you're watching Sopranos, Pat. Yeah. Do you get twitchy if, like, someone's maybe looking at their phone? You know, like, something bad's about to happen. You, Mate, you have no idea to the point. To the point, it actually really irritates me. Um, people, <laughs> take, people take like a food delivery turns up during an episode, and then it's like. They'll walk out to go get the door. Like, one, the doorbell rings. So you know how when that is. <laughs> That's half the episode gone. <laughs> Two, they'll get up and they'll, they'll walk out and they'll be like, no, don't worry about pausing it. And I'm like, no, no, no I do worry about pausing it. <laughs> I, I, wanna, I want, like, um, Chris Rock rules when we're watching Sopranos. I want to lock everyone's phones up in a bag before we stick a Sopranos on. It, I get so stressed. <laughs> I thought that was specifically Chris Rock's rules about Sopranos when you said that. I was like, well, Chris Rock said <laughs> <laughs> yeah, For any listeners that didn't get that, when we went and saw Chris Rock, we had to lock our phones away. Yeah, uh, yeah it was the first time I've encountered that, so I, I consider it in my head to be Chris Rock's rule. But, um, but yes, so yeah, I do get very agitated. There is two types of people that watch Sopranos. <laughs> What, me and everyone else? Just <laughs> <laughs> doing the Chris Rock thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, Tom, flipping heck. Come on, mate. <laughs> Come on. Uh, well, okay. fine. Fine. Um, fine. You fine. said it. Um, yeah. Um, you yeah, know, can I just watch Death in Paradise? Well, I watched um, uh, Elsa's... I've been watching... Um, Elsa's got into a thing where CBBS have done a few Shakespeare plays, so we've been watching them, The Tempest and Midsummer Night's Dream. Um, so that's been good. I don't know if she gets watched anything from it, but she's watched The Tempest about three times, oh, so she must love. Nice. Yeah, but they do shake, they do full Shakespeare, and then there's like a, a bit of a um, Basil expedition in one of the characters. But I'm like, how? I mean, I don't know if she's getting, but she must love it. She asks to put it on all the time. Is it like but, particularly colourful production design? Like, is it is it just visually? Yeah, it's colourful, but there's still some of the stuff they're saying. I'm like, you have to be of a certain level to get what this, they're going on about. You know? Yeah. She hasn't she hasn't studied everything from Shakespeare to evacuees. She has no idea what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> <laughs> right, Tom, are you going to take us down to the archives, mate? Yeah. Now? <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, traveller. That's one thing I keep doing because we're doing our two times table. Going to the car park. It's all numbered car park. So we start with two. I'm like, two times one is two. And I, I do this character who's a... Uh, Greetings, traveller. To pass on, you must tell me which what is two times two. And she, she humours me. 
but shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a couple of years. I love that video of um, you guys and, and the fox where she was yeah. just so enthralled by that fox. And you kept saying, like, oh. don't get too close. But she just yeah. kept going. I really like, thought she was going to try and um, take it home. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was really so, sweet. So if you guys have never heard the TTFFU before, I'm going to set up to record. Um, if you guys have never uh, listened to the TTFU before, what uh, happens is it stands for Tom Toll's Fan Fiction Universe. And I've yes. gone. <clears throat> Neville, will you put some pants on for God's sakes? Moaned <laughs> Seamus. Oh, sorry, said Neville, picking up his discarded towel off the floor. Not just a long bottom, quipped Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> Slapping the fleshy behind of Neville with a willing palm of his hand. You might think, hold the front page of the Daily Prophet. These two don't have this sort of relationship. Well, times have changed. And it all began with boarding, the boarding of the Hogwarts Express for the start of the seventh year. Seamus and Neville sat together in the carriage that day. From that day on, they have been very close. Seamus' best friend, Dean, had been on the run due to his muggle background, evading Death Eaters and Snatchers along the way. And Neville's best friend was an amphibian. <laughs> <laughs> the pair were accosted by Draco Malfoy and his cronies, who sauntered into their carriage. Where's Potter, Weasley and Granger hiding? He said. Dunno, said Seamus. Even if we did, we wouldn't tell you, added Neville. Draco motioned for the door of the carriage to be shut, which Crab did with his club-like club foot. <laughs> Draco sat down, staring at the pair. I can make your lives hell this year, or I can make them very easy. Where's Dean Thomas? Seamus? who certainly wasn't one to mince his words, said in a loud voice, you can f**k off, you c**t. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> he, he teed it up. He, he, he isn't one to mince his words. He took, oh, I don't know why it came as such a shock. Absolutely. There was no mints in there. <laughs> Draco grimaced. Very well. If it's going to be like that, exactly like that, Malfoy. Malfoy turned to ask Neville the same question. Was, was met with a slap landing right across his face. Malfoy staggered, staggered into Crab and Goyle. Leave it, he muttered and pushed the door open, dragging the pair with him. Jesus, Neville, said Seamus, in full admiration of Neville's handiwork. I was just following your lead, said Neville, who was staring at the hand that did the deed. Yeah, but I was only tickling his belly. You cut the snake's head off. Oh. Uh, yeah. Since then, it was customary 
for Neville and Seamus to warmly slap each other's backsides. So remember that day. <laughs> so that's why we are up in the Gryffindor common room with its only two inhabitants watching one slap the other one's bare buttocks and react with warmth. <laughs> the pair have been careful so far this year, only going outside the Gryffindor common room when it was absolutely necessary. They had galvanised the other Gryffindors and had located key members who they used for very important spying missions on Snape and the Carrows. Everyone fell in line because why would you put all the key members amazing work at risk because you couldn't stay in and play a game of wizard chess, you idiot. Oh, yes, very well put, Thomas. What? (laughs) (laughs) During the first conflict with Voldemort, there was a period of years where people had to stay in hiding from the wizarding war. And if they can do that, well, we can do this. Every one of us. Seamus had announced to Gryffindor Common Room the night before Halloween. There was a knock on the door. And Ginny opened the door. A crack, so she could hear, so she could speak inside. News from the front line, lad, she said. Are you decent? Yes, they replied. Ginny opened the door and quickly cupped her eyes with her hands. Neville, where's your towel? He looks pretty decent to me, said Seamus. <laughs> aiming another perfect slap on Neville's moneymaker. <laughs> Ginny smiled as she knew, just like us, what the slap meant to the boys. <laughs> the Carrots have tortured another first year. Apparently he's from a similar part of East London as Dean Thomas and thought he would give him some info, but he knew nothing, of course. Cowards, snarled, and snarled Neville. Seamus beamed at his friends, at his friend. He always liked Neville, but he did used to think of him as a bit of a wet blanket, dripping and full of regret. But now... Sorry, I think I might have thought you meant something else. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> if you think I meant it, I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> but now he was one of his best mates. What do you see, crazy parents? He said. <laughs> I'd say, River Sturman, we've got some work to do. Neville reached into his trunk and pulled out a filibuster firework. This is getting put into one of the Carrows' breakfast tomorrow. I'll get Dobby to put it in, as he's still alive at this point, and at Hogwarts. <laughs> With that, Seamus leapt up from his bed, and he and Neville shared a naked high five. He was nude the whole time as well, and that was the twist. <laughs> <laughs> very nice yeah, Thomas very good. Oh. Enjoy oh, that's good so yeah I'll, I'll try and do another one then because that only that took me basically I came up with the idea at, um, I, I last night I, I went to bed quite early woke up at two in the morning then was awake for two hours um, thought of the main, main bulk of the idea of that and then wrote it today 
also I was up last night. Saw Joey P was up. You were up quite late, or was or, or did I just see a message from you quite late? Yeah, uh, a whole loaf of bread yesterday, mate. What's that about? <laughs> What's going on? No, that wasn't. Yeah, no, that wasn't. I wasn't up late. Ah. That, I, that, I think you. I think you just probably saw it late. We we found. Uh, well, we spotted we have an unop- We had an unopened loaf of bread, right. and it was like a day past the the, the use by date. Um, we didn't have any space in the freezer, and so rather than just like have a couple of slices and then it inevitably goes bad and then we throw it out, we decided to have a seven days of toast day, and so we had we had to I had a whole loaf of bread in one day, one week one week's worth of bread in a day. It was good fun. But it wasn't just you alone eating a whole loaf. No, of no, no, it was the, the house. 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 The house embarked. Oh, that's that's manageable. What do we oh, get about? Here's, here's a house etiquette question. How do you feel about people leaving um, one slice in the bag wrapped mm. up for like, oh, if someone just wants one slice or the crusts or crust and a, and a normal slice? Do you mean like, yes? Yeah. Just finish the bread. Just finish the bread. Right? Michael no. had a situation earlier. He went to get some cereal and there was like five bits of cereal at the bottom of the bag mm. just finish that cereal yeah no if i think if there's one slice of bread finish the bread two that's that i think you, you can toast it you can toast that you can sandwich that mm. i mean you could toast one slice maybe someone wants one slice yeah i think uh, no one wants one slice mm. no one wants just one they want the option of two yeah, yeah. They're sure they want the option of two, but I think if there's three slices of bread left and I only want two slices of toast, I'm not going to have three just to make someone else's life easier. Then you say, who wants a piece of toast? So you can no. use it up. You Never. selfish. <laughs> I mean selfish. I'm letting someone else have a piece of toast at their leisure. Oh, there's nothing more disappointing than when you want to go make a sandwich, a two slice of bread sandwich. And you're like, they're bread? Yeah, I, yeah I, saw, I saw a pack of bread in the kitchen. It was still on the side. So let me go grab it. Oh, there's only one slice in here. There's Bad. nothing more disappointing. That wasn't the full quote. The full quote is, there's nothing more disappointing when you want a sandwich to right, then so. find. <laughs> sorry. We'll just apply that caveat. No, you know what? No, I, I don't think there is. Because imagine if you had your bread, yeah. you buttered your bread, you then go to the fridge and there's nothing to put in said sandwich. Well, then you can't possibly make a sandwich out of just bread and butter. Oh, of course you can. No, it can be done. No, no, no. no. That, you, to me, would be gone, more disappointing. You've gone, to the fridge, you've gone to the fridge for your filling. You've buttered your bread. You've gone to the fridge for a filling. There's no fillings there. Yeah, that would be more disappointing than... Yeah. No, you can, you've, got, you've got a filling. You've got a filling, it's fine. I think this might be... Uh... I've got a couple of fillings, mate. <laughs> but I'm not going to the dentist anytime soon. <laughs> the cereal thing, that's the work of a sociopath. Mm, um, yeah. yeah, leaving five bits of cereal. So I imagine there's... Is there two, is there two house factions at the minute? Who is the bread... Who's the one bread guy and who's the cereal guy? You were about to say the breadwinner. Yeah, and the bread loser. <laughs> Who is the bread loser? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Bread losers would have been such a job. great title. <laughs> so many good titles this week. <laughs> um, so I bought the last loaf of bread. 
Okay. I'm going to it every day. I'm having like soup for lunch. And I don't think it's going down. I think currently I'm the only one eating the bread. I don't think anyone else in the house is uh, eating. Every now and then. Yeah, every now and then. Um, but this loaf so far, I've been the main bread winner. <laughs> uh, I was the bread purchaser. But it's, it's on a, like, uh, you know, I, I bought it this time. Someone else will buy it next time. And when someone else has bought it, I'm going to help myself to a couple of their slices. It's house bread. But this, this when you say the one the guy, person who's left one slice, who, who is that that's doing that? I don't know. Or is it just a one-off incident? I don't, I don't know who it is, but I was this close a few days ago. Not the bread thing. I was this close a few days ago. <laughs> sending a laundry list of, of minor critiques I've got. Or I was just like, <laughs> I can't cope with this anymore. And then, and then I calmed down. Um, well, we got drunk and had a bit of a rant, didn't we? we? We had, you know, we had it out with each other. But what's weird is, I maybe I'm the problem because I've individually had it out with everyone in the house about different things. So I'm like, everyone's on my side. Why am I still getting annoyed? <laughs> <laughs> I think this might be a, a nice point to to bring up. I just got a text from Leanne. Basically, she said uh, she's just seen the AATTA pod Instagram. Boom. Ah. Uh, she said there was twice checking on uh, Pat to see if he's okay. <laughs> so uh, is he okay? <laughs> well, this could be the second update. And That's good I'll... timing because I was about to move to the quiz. So Pat, are you all right, mate? I think the answer as, as by this last five minutes is no. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And I believe last week, Pat, you lost the quiz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I you think... chose Star Wars. Yeah. The original trilogy. I, Tom, I have a feeling that Pat is going to be in the in the quiz seat for a while with Star Wars original trilogy. There are some obscure things you can ask. Because it's all down to the the snitch. Oh, yeah. good point. Yeah, don't worry about it. That is that is actually a fantastic point. <laughs> I thought I'd be. Here this whole while. thing is just stupid. <laughs> it's a waste of our time and listeners. It's a waste of your time. Why um, do I write I, questions? I thought I'd be here for a while with Doctor Who as a subject. Like I was banking Star Wars for much later on in the year, like a November fullback. Oh, I've had wow. to pull it out in April. Jiminy Cricket. Um, right. Well, okay. Well, Pat, I'll start. I'll start with you. Star yeah. Wars original trilogy. Um, here we go. Uh, on which planet is the Rebel base located in Empire Strikes Back? Oh, it's Yavin Four. Think of what I was thinking of. You're thinking of Dan Tuing. No, no, you're thinking of Alderaan. Just the rebel base. Hoff, Hoff, Pat. Wait, oh no, shit, I didn't hear the question. What was the question? On which planet is the rebel base located in Empire Strikes oh, Back? I didn't hear that, I didn't hear Empire. Okay. Yeah, Hoth. All right. Oh, right. So, okay, so, so incorrect. Uh, That's fine. However, thoroughly enough, Pat, that comes up. It comes up. <laughs> um, who finds Luke in the snow? Han Solo. Uh, who sells R2 and 3PO to Uncle Owen? Jawas. Jawas. Uh, where does Leia tell Grand Moff Tarkin the rebel bases? Dantooine. <laughs> and which planet does Moff Tarkin blow up? Alderaan. 
There you go. You got four out of five, mate. It was only having four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Pat answered all all those questions in the first question, didn't they? That's so But pulled it back. Uh, Tom. Yes. Paddington. At what address does Paddington live in London? Oh. Uh, something gardens. Oh. I want to, uh, I'm not going to get Langdale Gardens. I'm going to give you half a point for gardens. Uh, it's 32 oh. Windsor Gardens. Windsor Gardens. Yes. Um, who wrote the Paddington books? Uh, oh, no. I nearly said A.A. Milne. That's Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Paddington. Come on, I've got him. Got him. I'll read it. Elsa. Tom, you got this. You got this book. (laughs) And I'm looking at Mike. Mike knows it, so... It's not Michael oh, Rosen, is I thought, it? I thought Mike was holding his hand up to say it was him. Um, <laughs> just, just, before, just before Mike jumps in, uh, I've, the, it's always secretly been the rule, but it's never been announced. If Michael can steal an answer, he gets 10 points. Oh. Michael, what's the answer, mate? Are you done, Tom? Two secs, two secs. I, I think I've, got, I've already got it wrong, Michael Rosen, but this is to stop Mike having a guess. Hold on. I mean, that was two sex. That's more than two sex. That was multiple sex. This is basically an orgy. Go on. Go on. So many sex. The name's Bond. Michael Bond. That is I said Michael Rosen. Uh, different Michael. Thomas, who plays Paddington's... The, Michael, the wrong Michael. Oi, Tom, who plays Paddington's surly neighbour? Peter, uh, yeah, Peter Capaldi. That is correct. Who is Mrs. Bird? The housekeeper. That is correct. And last question: Where does Paddington have his elevensies every day? Oh, is this a movie question? Oh yeah, Paddington movies. Who wrote the books? Okay, I th- I knew you'd say that. Okay, I'll you rephrase that question to who is credit who is credited as created by in the Paddington movies? Mm. And it's Michael Bond. Mike got it right. <laughs> he, knew, he knew that that question was dodgy. Um, Eleventies. <laughs> uh, does he have it? At, he has it at the um, at uh, the pawn shop. Does he? The shop. <laughs> The jewelry, the antique shop. The antique shop. There you go. That's not bad, Tom. Three, three, three point five plays four plays whatever amount of points I gave Michael, but it all comes down to the snitch, doesn't it? Always does. And now this, I must say, is the greatest snitch that I have ever come up with because I'm brill. We're all gonna lose. I thought of this. I thought of this snitch while I was while I was on the mat. With uh, Adrian in the morning. Uh, that's your uh, yoga mat. That's my yoga your mat. Bro- yes, your brother Matt. My brother Matt. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Speaking of speaking of things that people do, like you notice things that people do. Matt, who I live with, 
uh, he always he always offers me food. Like if he's eating something, or he'll he'll offer me a bit, or like offer me a like biscuit. Two, three pieces of bread left. He's cooking two slices of toast. <laughs> yeah, he'll offer me. He'll, he'll offer you. Yeah, yeah. But he's yeah. he's always like, go on, why don't you have one of these? Why don't you have one of these? And the other day, I was eating dinner. And he, le- he leans over my plate and offers me a custard cream while I'm eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he knows what he's doing. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> so the snitch. Yeah, um, um, housemate Jack was making a coffee while I was cooking, while I was doing my lunch, my soup. Yeah. It was oxtail soup. And he was like, do you, want, do, you want, uh, do you want a cup of coffee? Like, you know, I'm boiling the kettle. Do you want one? I was like, I think there's only so much hot brown liquid I could stand <laughs> for lunch. I can't have a coffee with a brown soup. <laughs> no, there are. Pe- I bet there are people out there that do that though. Have a cup Probably. of tea with a with a broth. Yeah. Winter months, maybe. A brew and a broth. Would you have? Do you have a cup of tea with like dinner? Depends on the dinner. Uh, like a roast. Uh, no, no. I w- if someone offered me one, I might. If I was, if I was in the mood, maybe. It's for afters, isn't it? Hot drink for. Do you? Do you, I can't have alcohol with dinner. Never, never can. You never can. No. When we go for a curry, I can't do the cobra beer curry thing because it just feels weird. It can float uh, you out. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we have a snitch. Um, yes. Now this snitch is, is snitch as well. Oh, it's fantastic! I really, I, I'm a big fan of this snitch. Um, according to carlogbook.com, how many Ford Anglias with an MOT are left in the UK? Ooh, Three good. points to the closest answer. Oh, Tasty. Good. Tasty one. That is a good one, isn't very, it? Very, very tasty. I don't okay. know much about car sales or purchases or figures or how no, many. Do I. I don't know how much is, is a regular amount. I, I mean, you, I would say, guess from the question, take from the question that the Ford Anglia is an old car. Yeah, yeah. Tom's got a nice amount. Mike, have you got an amount in your brain? Could you repeat the question for me, please? According to carlogbook.com, I want to see your hands. Oh, I want to make sure you're not typing in that address. Um, how many Ford Anglias with an MOT are left in the UK? Alexa. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's how Alexa responds. (laughs) I've got that little grin in my head. Right. uh, Have you got an answer, guys? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll go. Mike, you've not written it down, so I'll take your answer first. I'm going to go with uh, 263. Okay. Uh, Pat? I've gone with 667. Okay. Thomas? 550. 550. Okay. I was worried I was too high, but we're all quite like, Tom, you've given me a little confidence. Just a little. I will... I won't get. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tease. I'm gonna tease this out. So I'm gonna say each digit <laughs> in the number. If it starts with a seven, there's no. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, it starts with a one, oh. two, 
one, two. 12 12, Pat wins it. Oh. oh! How did you not get what he was doing the minute he said one? <laughs> <laughs> the minute he said one, I was like, there's no way there's a hundred. I'm so used to defeat. I just thought that was it. You've been winning on these quizzes. This was a car question. We, we even said earlier that, like, at the moment, I'm, I'm the only guy without, well, not the only guy without a car, but I'm the only guy who never had a car. This that came true. up earlier in chat. Not, that not did come chat. up earlier in a chat. In a WhatsApp group that listeners, if you want to join, please download. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, make sure you download WhatsApp. WhatsApp, get on it. Um, that was fun. I enjoyed it. That was good. I enjoyed it. Hopefully you enjoyed it, train weirdos, home weirdos, commuting weirdos, key worker weirdos. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Maybe not Instagram. <laughs> you can email us aattapod at gmail.com. Um, I'll oh. talk. Sorry, I just remembered. Also, listen to the Spotify playlist. I updated the Spotify playlist because I'd forgotten about it. Yes. But I just, instead, instead of making it seasonal, I just made it just a bunch of songs to make people laugh, make people smile. I saw Brilliant. some Dimitri Martin on there, some Bo Burnham. There's just some. <laughs> I, mean, oh. I saw Dreechi Martin was tweeting about it. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Joe. <laughs> Very well promoted. Yeah, it's, uh, listeners, if you have any suggestions for just something that will bring a smile, uh, do let me know. Have you got Always Look on the Bright Side of Life by Monty Python? Oh, yes, that yeah. closes it, mate. That closes Mark it. Have you got um, Hold On by Good Charlotte? No. Oh, okay. Have you got Have you got Hold On by Alabama Shakes? No. Oh, that is a good song there. That is a good song. It doesn't really make you smile. It just makes you go, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> have you got no. Don't Give Up by Kate Bush and Peter Gabriel? <laughs> <laughs> no. Gabriel. Gabriel. Don't give up. You still have a choice. Don't give up. We've done that thing where we were we were wrapping up. Yeah. And now we're seconds away from just rapping. <laughs> I, I had no intention of wrapping up. <laughs> uh, thank you so, so much for listening, guys. Uh, we will be back. So I've had a chat um, with my friend who is an editor, and I will be trying to do some videos of the fan fiction. Um, yeah. Here's someone that does, but at the minute it's currently like um, Pat's videos where I'm like, I want to do it. I've got lined up, ready to do it, but I just need to find the time to actually do it. Um, it's hard. It is hard, yeah, especially because yeah. I'm being a, an S-hot teacher during the day. I'll tell you what. It's hard. When, when you know something's going to take, when, when you know how good something can be, you don't want to just rush it. It no. takes time. No. no. Exactly. And, uh, the quality of these podcasts recently. <laughs> Oh, you wait till you see these videos. <laughs> Oscar-worthy three minutes. <laughs> hey, listen, don't don't bemoan the quality of the podcast, Joe. We still trust you. you. We know you can turn it around. Hey, hey, well, you're giving me less and less time the more we're talking <laughs> to turn listen, it around. Don't, I don't want to hear you put yourself down like that, right? <laughs> You are doing a ruddy good job in difficult circumstances, right? <laughs> right. 
Yeah, the quality of the podcast, but that's not down to you, okay? I don't want to hear you say that. It's nothing to do with you. It's just we... the situation we're in, right? So don't let me, you're a good little boy. Don't let me hear you ever put yourself down like that, right? Because, you know, be it's just, you know, you Fun. can turn this around. Stop. I trust you. You trust him, don't you? I trust him. <laughs> He's eager to finish, so I think... Just for his self-esteem, we should limit it to ten each. What are your ten favourite things? <laughs> Can I join in? Michael is obviously included. <laughs> Thank you so much for Michael's corner for joining us this week, Mike. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your Google classrooms. All remains to be said is my name is Tom Tull. My name is Patrick Holland. I'm Joe Power. This has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. <laughs> right, Hello! <guys. laughs> Should we go? Go? Keep yeah. Go? Yeah, ready to go. go. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 110 of After All This Time Always. 111. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah it's, I've even written on my book. Unbelievable. <laughs>